0: This is Erin Lindstrom, and you're listening to Thank You for You. This is a show about celebrating and acknowledging our humanness as well as our beingness the easy and the hard, the gifts and the gifts we don't really like but choose to accept anyway. This is a show about and for people in pursuit of more peace, more joy, more money, more justice, and more of the awe that life has to give us. Thank you for being here, and thank you for you. Welcome back to Thank You for You. I am—I say this every episode—that I'm so excited. But today's episode is with one of my favorite humans, so I'm like triple excited. And so, before we get to our actual conversation, I want to tell you the official bio of Amy Bradbury. Amy is the founder and CEO of Empowered Profit, the full-service accounting agency for online entrepreneurs. Amy and her team challenge the notion that old white guys are the ones who should be in charge of the money. Bring a fresh perspective to the financial conversation that transforms feelings of anxiety around money management to confidence and clarity. Through a combination of gen for you services and consulting, Amy and her team consistently make online business more profitable while allowing kick-ass women entrepreneurs to make even more impact in their homes, communities, and the world. Oh, it's so good. And I, you know, just like going through that, I love that it started with in their homes and then communities in the world. Because like, that's what we're doing, isn't it? Yes. Like it starts like at that home.
1: Bio. You should like that bio. You wrote that bio. Did I write
0: that? <laughs> wow, I'm really talented. Yes. Good. <laughs> That's funny. That was compelling. Go team. <laughs> yes. Amy, thank you so much for being with me today. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having mm-hmm. me. My pleasure. So. We kick off all of our episodes with um, a specific question, and you have full permission to take this uh, however you want. Bring us on whatever kind of journey you feel like going on. Um, The question is, who are you and how did you get here?
1: Oh, good God.
0: I know. It's a little bit a lot, but feel free to just take a little bite out of the cookie. You don't have to have the whole thing. Yeah.
1: Who am I and how did I get here? Well, I am an entrepreneur, which I think I've always been my whole entire life. I really was a pretty crappy employee. Anytime I ever had a job, I did not, I do not excel at having other people tell me what to do. Uh-huh. I do know that that's just like the rebel tendency from Gretchen Rubin. And so that gives me full permission to, to be that way. But, um, I think I always had that streak of, you know, I, I think there's a better way to do this. I want to do this my way. Like, let's see if we can improve this. So entrepreneur mm-hmm. for sure. And I'm also a, um, wife and a mom, which happened the way that happens. If you don't know how that happens,
0: (laughs) that's a podcast for another time. (laughs) So I've been married for
1: a long time with my husband for almost 20 years. We, Mm -hmm. um, I've been married a long time. He's a high school teacher and it's been a really fun adventure to be married to him. And then I have two kiddos. I have a 10 year old at the time of this recording, I have a 10 year old son and a three year old daughter who are Mm -hmm. so much fun. And I love mm, some of the things about, (laughs) I am supposed to say that being a mother,
0: yeah,
1: the truth is, um, especially after the year we've had in 2020, like, yeah, um, but I do love hanging out with them as long as I know that there's a time that I'm not going to be hanging out with them. So, you know, the work life is a thing, right? <laughs> I
0: appreciate the truth. Yes. And I think, you know, the truth and the theme of that, like with you in particular and your work, like it feels so important that like looking at both sides and being comfortable with like the truth around things. Wow. And like that, that to me is like being an integrity is like sharing that, like, yeah, it's great. And also it sucks sometimes. And like, When we talk about finances and money and like being inside, like there, I just think this is also interesting because both truths exist in all of the things Yes, and a lot of it's like feelings based. And so uh, we're, we're jumping into money if that's okay with you. Okay, let's do it. I'm just like, all right, here it is. So like what's coming up for me right now and I'll just share this and then we can kind of like jump off is, is the feeling and the truth of regardless of what your numbers are and what's actually happening in your business, you can feel like, Oh my God, I have no money. I'm so scared. What's going to happen. And you can feel like, Oh, we're good. I'm safe. I'm secure. I know there's more coming with the same freaking numbers in your account.
1: yes. And you can have those two feelings in the same day. Like, right. Like one person can have both of those feelings in one day about their money. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yep. And so there's like this interesting money and mindset are so freaking intertwined Oh my god! because when we're making decisions about spending and saving and keeping and taxes and all of that stuff, like our feelings tend to kind of like guide us through that, or we avoid our money altogether because of our feelings and all of that yep. jazz, right?
1: Oh my gosh. So the emotional side of it gets so complicated and tied up um, in it. And it's, it's a, it's not like, Hey, I want to save this money or, Hey, I want to spend this money or not spend this money. but getting real clear on if, if that's actually you as a person that wants that, or is that just what you think you're supposed to do and what society tells you you're supposed to do or what your grandparents have told you you're supposed to do or what's expected of you. Right. I have yeah. so many conversations with clients where they're like, and I'm like, you know, what are your long-term financial goals? Let's see, you know, how we can set right. We, we look at everything mm-hmm. holistically in your business and in your life and like, what are your long-term financial goals? And people are like, oh, I want to buy a house. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Why? Uh... <laughs> Well, cause like, and then it usually comes out at some point down the line that like, oh, my dad told me that that's what people who are responsible with their money. Like the lesson I learned growing up is people who are responsible with their money own houses. And I'm like, okay, that may or may not be true. I don't know. I'm not the person to tell you what responsible people do with their money. Um, but we need to get clearer on whether you actually want to be a homeowner. And because when we're using everybody else's opinions to create our own goals, that's why we go on such an emotional roller coaster a lot of times with it.
0: Yes. Uh, so you just brought up a word that like sent off a bell in my head, which is responsibility. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And like, uh, it's the like connotation around it is like that negative, like uh, all the things I have to do, and then the entrepreneurial side of us feels like, don't tell me what to do. I do whatever I want. That's right. And I know. I think for me, especially, like I've noticed this in my own journey of kind of like coming to terms with like, oh, I can be both, and like responsibility for me looks like this, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to know, like, what do you kind of a I guess like see in your clients as? as the biggest thing that kind of stop them from being responsible, if that makes sense. And like, what is actually like being responsible in entrepreneurship with your money? Like from your perspective, like what does that actually mean when we remove all of the stories and bullshit that we've picked up along the way? Yeah, to
1: me, the idea of being responsible, also, I have many (laughs) feelings
0: about that word as well. Uh,
1: I don't want to be responsible for others. I don't want to be held responsible, held accountable, like accountability check ins. Like when people are like, Mm. let's be accountability partners, I'm like, (laughs) I'm out. Like I'm not interested. (laughs) That is not what helps me. In fact, it it actually, again, with the rebel tendency, um, you know, forces it it sometimes actually. gives me the tendency to not do things just because somebody is quote unquote, holding me accountable. So it's like, Hey, check in with me Thursday at 10. And I'm like, well, I'm going to do anything except check in with you Thursday. Yep. Like, I don't know why, <laughs> but that is just the way I'm built. But mm-hmm. anyway, I think the the quote unquote, responsible thing that you should do with your money is really develop a relationship with it and be okay with the feelings that you have, whatever those feelings are and ride through them and not try and avoid them. And practicing that in a place that is a safe space is also really important. Like you can't, you can't navigate that in a, in an accounting or financial support relationship that is not here for that, right? Like Mm -hmm. you have to be in a place where the person that is helping you with your money is not bringing up more of those feelings. So one of the things I hear so often from new clients is, I ask them, hey, you know, who do you work with? Who's your accountant right now? And like what, you know, in the sales conversation, as mm-hmm. Aaron will tell you, right? Like in the sales <laughs> conversation, it's like, what are you doing now and why isn't that working? And here's why my solution is, you know, like a better alternative. And so we'll ask, well, who are you working with now and why isn't that working? And I can't even tell you the number of people that are like, well, I'm working with the accountant that my dad told me to work with or my parents' accountant is helping me out. And I always just think, okay, so you probably have money things that are tied to your parents. And now you're working with someone who is connected to your parents. So every time you're thinking about money or or talking about money with this person, you're reinforcing some of those things or like bringing those things back up. And that's not actually helping you to move through those and heal from those. And I laugh a lot of times with people and I say, Oh, okay. Did you also take your parents' advice on like the TikTok consultant that you should work with? Or like, (laughs) (laughs) and they're like, No, my parents don't know anything about social media. And I'm like, okay, well, why do you just assume that they know stuff about money then? like, There is this Mm. interesting thing that we just assume that when people are older that they know the answers, Mm -hmm. and that may not be true. (laughs) And and the answer for them may not be the answer for us. And we have to be okay with being different and what the repercussions of that could be.
0: Mm parent stuff. (laughs) There's just, there's just so much there.
1: Oh my God. So much.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh, How do you, so it's interesting to me, like in the example you just gave, someone's talking to you and they already have someone who's sort of like helping them with the money stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to know, do most people who come to you, like have support that they're like, I don't know if this is right. Or are most people kind of doing it themselves? And then they're like, I should talk to someone about this. We get a combination of both,
1: honestly. Okay, We get a lot of people who are like, Hey, I'm new ish in business and I'm really starting to make money. And I'm a little bit nervous because I don't really know what I don't know. And I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I have a place where I can ask a question and not be made to feel like an idiot because I should know these things as a business owner. Right. And so we do get a fair amount of like, Hey, I've kind of been doing this on my own, and it's been working okay. Or I've had somebody popping in and helping me here or there, but I know that this is that kind of support isn't going to get me to where my goals are taking me. So uh-huh. we can deal with a, a fair amount of that, which is great. I love helping people at the beginning because we can get them set up in the right system and the way that we've strategically set up our business and our systems and the way that we teach people to deal with their money. The system that you're using when you're making $10,000 is the same when you're making $100,000 is the same when you're making $500,000 the same when you're making a million dollars. It's literally just more zeros onto the ends of the numbers. But the whole process that we teach you and the system we go through is the same, no matter what level of business you, you're you at. So it can grow with you, which is really, really nice. It um, mm. gives people a lot more confidence that like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm actually making an investment into learning this,
0: but it's going to stay with me for the whole course of my of my company. Which is- mm, so there really is like a level of like financial education that you're getting so that you know, you don't have to know everything, but knowing like a bit so you can make informed, informed decisions. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And then we do have a bunch of people that come to us that are like, Hey, I'm in this particular relationship and it's not working. This is what I'm not getting from it. You know, I mean, there are so many accounting firms that are out there. So mm-hmm. it is not hard to find an accountant, especially if you have a small business. So many of them you know, say they specialize in small business. We happen to specialize in working with the online industry, which is a little mm-hmm. bit more unique than just your typical small business. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people come to us saying, Hey, my current accountant just doesn't understand my industry. Like I'm bringing money in through PayPal and Stripe and shopping carts and doing launches. And it's like, I'm speaking a foreign language when I'm telling them what these things are that I'm doing. And so I feel like they're probably not giving me the best advice because they don't even understand what my business is, uh, because they're these like old folks that don't understand the <laughs> right. market. Right. Like on my family Zoom the other night, I was trying to explain to my grandparents what an influencer is. We work mm-hmm. with a lot of influencers as our clients. And I'm trying to explain to my family who are ages 50 and up. So like not yeah. quote unquote old. And none of them could believe that there were people that made money online doing that. Right. And totally. I was like, okay, so like if that's your accountant, <laughs> and they don't even <laughs> believe that your industry exists or that that's a silly way to make money or that that's a... Uh, not a serious business to have, how is that going to feel when you're having conversations with them, right? Mm -hmm. Whether they intend it or not. And I think most accountants come from a good place when they're trying to have conversations with their clients, but they feel like it's their job to tell clients they shouldn't be spending their money. They put their... mm -hmm spoiler alert, accountants also have really bad money mindset problems. And so they tend to transfer like a lot of their lack. Yeah. High ends, and they have these conversations with their clients and it's all about like, no, you can't afford that. No, you shouldn't buy that. No, you don't have enough money for that. And it's all in a negative way, which is again, just not a, not a productive way to talk about your money.
0: Yep. Oh, that makes so much sense. So for people who are in the online business world and are looking for, someone to help with like the accounting the finance and, and getting all of the ducks in a row as we say right like what would you say is important to look for in in a in a support team
1: i think you've got to have someone that you can have a conversation with you've got um, to have someone that you can talk to that you feel that you can ask a question to that is not going to make you and I also don't believe I have control over what other people feel, right? Like I -hmm. I have done a lot of work on that, on myself Mm -hmm. um, through growing this business. So like, I can't control how you feel when you have a conversation with me, but I can be very intentional with my language and make sure that I'm speaking to you in a respectful way that is Mm -hmm. respectful of your business, your journey, who you are as a person, all of the facets that are you and not make assumptions about what your answer might be to a particular question without asking you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's really important to just the conversation and the communication side of things is really, really critical when you're talking with people about their money.
0: Mm -hmm. The God, like just conversations, I think in general, between like teams, clients, like all of the things It really is the, in my opinion, probably the most important thing. Like your communication with everyone is so important and having the same values around like Honesty, so you can actually build trust together, oh. right? And like have a relationship versus just conversation. Yeah. Um. Ugh. and then especially when you're talking about your money, like I it, to me it feels like, and maybe this isn't true, but here's what I was just gonna say. We can coach okay. me as we're talking about okay. it, but like I'm here for it. I'm here for what it. What came up for me is like, oh, that almost feels like too much to ask for. Is like someone who can help me, who has the knowledge and expertise, but who can also like. Hold space for me being a human and not like judge me for it as it's happening. Like yeah. that feels like a lot to ask for. Yeah. And yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe that feels like a <laughs> lot to
1: ask for. That could be true. Well, I've
0: been blessed with you. So I know. like I, I know. I'm the exception around. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. but that feels like such a blessing to me mm-hmm. to have someone that I can have a conversation and be like, and who I can like hide from, from a minute because I'm like too, you know what, i mean stressed about what's happening yeah. to have a conversation and for you to be like, okay, great. Like, well, now you're ready. So now we can talk about it and da, 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 there's no like
1: passive aggressive, where yeah. have you been? If you would have responded, this wouldn't have, been, yes. you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and I, I think that that is a a skill that a lot of accounting people just don't have. Yeah, Um, And to me, when people, you know, it's interesting, people come to me and they'll say, oh, hey, you know, my previous accountant, I need better communication. But to some people, that means I want an instant response to my email, which Mm -hmm. is not what's going to happen here, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have pretty specific boundaries around the different agreement that you're in and how long it takes for us to respond to messages, because we like to be very thoughtful and intentional with our responses and not just fly through and answer a question, but look at like what the context is, context is that this question is being asked and what else do we know about this person and how can we give them some information and educate them so that we can send, Hey, like, here's a great blog post that we have about this. Here's another resource that we have go read this, like really, really focusing on that education. So we have to educate people also in our sales conversation about, okay, well, when you say that you need better communication, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. And getting very clear on what their needs are and how and whether we're going to be a good fit for them or not, right? Like, we've Mm -hmm. definitely worked with people where they expected a same day response, and that's not going to happen here. That is just not the way that our business is set up and designed. But you will get thoughtful communication and insightful communication and strategy because we do have a day that is set aside that is attached to each client that we bring in. We have a processing day. So when you come in and you're a client, your day is on Tuesday, which means on Tuesday when I'm working on your stuff, I am only thinking about you and your stuff. My attention is not scattered with all of the other pings and notifications and things that are going on as I'm trying to bounce around and respond to everybody's messages, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a very intentional decision that we've made here on how we um, work, but it's also what works for my team. And it's very important for me to build a business – that is a supportive place for employees to work, not just supportive for my clients.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's like both sides of it. Yeah. Which I think ultimately we're all trying to do, especially if you're on in the online business world, like you're trying to run a business. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's about more than just client delivery. It's about more than just sales, hopefully. Yes. Although yeah. I think what we see, what I have learned in nine years of being in this world, is that that's not true for everybody. Yeah. And that's like a fascinating truth to learn too. Whether you learn it as a client in a coaching program or being a team member on someone's team and kind of seeing how the sausage is made, so to speak, oh. um, it's fascinating to see like the the values are really important. Absolutely, Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: and not just the external values, right? But like how is yeah. that mirrored internally? We just went through a really cool values workshop process uh, with mm-hmm. Michelle Sanchez as she's designing mm-hmm. a new website for us, and it was a really interesting conversation to have with her about, oh, okay. So our, our top value is education, empowerment through education. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's our top value that we came up with. And when we were talking with her, she was like, okay, well, how does this play out with your clients? But how does this also play out with your team? And I was like, it does. Cause I'm constantly wanting to educate my team internally and talk about things. And I had never thought in that way, about our values having to add, I was like, okay, we will not have a value for our company that is not exercised both internally and externally. Like, it's yes, no go for me. If it's something I'm only that I only care about on the client side, it's not going to work for us mm-hmm. for our company because we have to take care of our clients, but we also have to take care of the business.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and on the other side of that, that just brings me back to like reading your bio in the beginning and having like the home piece of it, of like what you're showing up for and standing for in your business, like that, that is who you are. Like, and I think how you're handling like your money and stuff is a really interesting mirror of like your kind of personal development and what your, what that relationship looks like with money kind of mirrors like your relationship with higher self and like, how are you actually showing up? are you available to receive in that way? Like,
1: they're true. Are you available to receive or are you here to do some of the hard things? Right? Like it is not right to have these conversations and to make decisions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes money decisions that you have to make as the CEO of your business are not easy. I've Mm -hmm. had to make decisions that team members have been angry about. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it causes a team member to leave the company because we Mm -hmm. we don't agree on things. And that is what happens, right? When you, when you run a company and it is such an interesting leap to go from having starting a business because you love to do something and you want the freedom and you want to be able to work, you know, your own schedule and all of the reasons that we all started our business, make a bigger impact in the world and all of that stuff, which is so beautiful and important. But then if you're really good at doing that, you have to run a company and like, right nobody knows how to run a company. Like right. I don't know how to do tax returns. But like I don't know how to run a company and hire employees and be a leader and do all of these things. And so you have to then, you know, seek out those coaching relationships that can be a trusted relationship to help you learn and grow in all of those different areas. And yeah, a big part of that is making those financial decisions and knowing how much money you can spend on certain things and what your sales goals actually need to be. Not like, Oh, I think it'd be really cool to make a million dollars this year, but like, what does your sales goal actually need to be for the things that you need to buy for your business? Like yeah. we can have ego-based fun sales goals all day long, but it needs to be based in the reality of like, what's actually going on in your company. And you have to look at those numbers. There's no getting around that. Like if you want yeah. a successful business, you have to look at your numbers. I have never, I have, I have I never say never. And (laughs) I have gone into work with people who are really, really good at sales and marketing. So they have a lot of money coming in the door
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and they're boasting a lot of times online about all the sales that they're making and all the money they're collecting and all the things they're doing. And then I go in and I see they can't pay their team because they don't have enough money in the bank account. They haven't paid themselves. They've got a mess you know, from tax, they've got an old tax bill that they've been hiding from, right? Like there's so much more stuff going on behind the scenes. Like just being good, being good at bringing in the money is very important. 100%, right? But it's like mm-hmm. a piece of the puzzle um, and a piece of the, of the company. And there's, yeah, to it. there's really more to it than that. If you really want to grow a business, that's going to be sustainable mm-hmm. and have, and be able to provide the legacy that you want and the, the impact that you want to make in the world. Like you can't do that without really getting into a really, really cozy, fun, sexy relationship with your <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Would you even say perhaps like there's a responsibility? <laughs> I'm not going to use that word. <laughs> <laughs> but like that kind of what I'm hearing, which is like, I think it's really important actually, because like as entrepreneurs, one of our greatest strengths is like not following the rules yes. and then to be really successful in scale. Like there are some rules that it's helpful to follow. Yeah. And I that's, think, so like, that's so yeah, true. That's like letting our egos kind of like die for a minute and like actually getting the support you need with it. So then you can show up and like, you can be both, you can be fun salesperson who's showing up and like doing your thing. And you can create a relationship with yourself, your accountant, whatever, where you can show up and look at those numbers and feel safe in both. And like you belong in both.
1: Yeah. You owe it it to the dreams that you have mm, for your business to show up
0: that way. Yeah, That's it. You owe it to your dreams to actually like show up and like to learn how to be responsible and to sit with that. It's, it's, it's the inner child stuff too. that I think that like some of it's like being a fucking responsible adult. But yeah. we're like, yeah, no, thanks. I want to just, and me personally, like, yeah. I didn't want to go to college. I wanted to travel around like Europe waitressing and like making enough money and do whatever I want. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. um, And I didn't do that. I did the responsible thing, yeah. which I think then we just rebel from that. And so mm-hmm. this idea of like, oh, you get to have both. You get to have the structure and the freedom. Mm-hmm. Um
1: the structure actually gives you the freedom in a lot. Like when, when you have the structure and you, you know, I rebelled for so long against, I've had so many, I've been in business a very long time and I've had lots of ups and downs and different experiences that have happened. And at one point I was like, that's it. I'm never going to hire a team again. I'm, you know, I can't, I have a lot of trust trauma and I'm just, I can't do it. I'm just going to do this all myself. It's going to be so much easier that way. And I did it that way for a little while. And then I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. Like this (laughs) just doesn't work. And then thankfully I met Nicole and, you know, everything changed. But there is this freedom that comes from building a team and growing a business and having a business that is set up so that you don't have to be the one doing all the things all the time, which then gives you the freedom to have financial freedom and also time freedom while the goals and the dreams that you have are actually still happening, right? Like that's the Mm -hmm. coolest thing when I hear from clients that are not talking with me regularly, that are having transformational experiences around their relationship with money. And I'm like, I did that. Like I never, I did not talk with them this month, but look at how they're feeling Mm -hmm. about what's going on with their money during this month. And I was able to do that because we have team trainings and I'm constantly teaching the, tra- the team and leading the team. And here is a support for the team. And we have a great support network internally here, like all of those things. And I'm like, look at how many more people were able to help. Mm. As we have that set up when it was just Amy trying to do it all on her own, it was terrible. And nobody was having a good experience with it because I couldn't get my head above water to take any time mm-hmm. to get anything done. Right. But like now we've 13 employees that are all making an impact on exponential numbers of companies every single day and like mm-hmm. that's really cool to watch that dream and vision really play out and then that gives me the freedom to you know have some time with my kids when I I mean I didn't want this much time with them but yeah you know, a little <laughs> bit
0: more time <laughs> with them. Yeah that's true. <laughs> <fair. laughs> oh, oh my gosh okay so for anyone who's like listening is there one thing like It can be two things, whatever. But like, is there, what do you want people to know across the board when it comes to talking about like money and running your business and all that stuff? Like, what is the ultimate message that like you want them to hear?
1: It's not that scary and it's not that bad. And at the other end of the fear that you have is such weightlessness, right? Like it's such Mm -hmm. a weight that can be lifted off of your shoulders to just get like make the phone calls and do the things like it's never as bad as we think it's going to be
0: Mm -hmm.
1: this like monster thing and you just have to you just have to
0: walk through it and do it yeah Yeah. and just that first step of like reach out have a call see how it feels like it's so important you're so right like we build up the fear monster to be this ginormous monster beast right and like Actually, if you turned on the light, you would probably see like it's a small child who's just like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, having its tantrum.
1: Probably having yeah. a tantrum, right? Like, yeah. I know I'm too- I can like. Too. And it's like, but I'm telling you, put on your shoes so we can go to the park. Right. I don't want to put on my shoes. And it's like, but you're gonna have so much fun at the park. And they're so stuck on not wanting to put on their shoes that they can't yeah. see how much fun the park's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. I'm trying to bring you to do something fun. Like. Right.
1: Right. I'm trying to make you I'm trying to help you see like how much better this is going to be, but yeah, you're so stuck in this story that you have that it has to be hard, that you're sabotaging everything else in your business and in your life for the sake of, for the sake of this tantrum, instead of Mm -hmm. just taking a deep breath and, you know, put on a good playlist, you know, have your special coffee drink or, you know, whatever you like to drink when you're working with your money and just sit down and just look at it and Mm -hmm. just do
0: it. Yep. All right. If people do want to I don't maybe just like consider putting the shoes on to go to the playground. <laughs> Where can they learn more about you? And if they're interested in taking that next step to actually like have a conversation about like, what could it look like to get support? Where should they go? What should they do? We hang
1: out mostly on Instagram. So that's at empowered And mm-hmm. if you go there, you can follow us. We share lots of great empowerment through education, which are lots <laughs> of great content there and always have opportunities to ask questions and get support in the DMS or, you know, whatever you need. If you just have like a, Hey, is this something that I should be worried about? Right, like there's mm-hmm. a message, and we can help you. But yeah, so come, to, come, come play with us on Instagram.
0: Amazing. All right. Well, Amy, thank you so much for this conversation and for doing your work in the world, and really like <laughs> uh, empowering through education. Not to be totally corny, but like <laughs> it's so important. And there's no, there's like, ah, uh, just the whole idea that all of this, in a way, I feel like is kept from us intentionally. You know what I mean? Like it's Uh meant, we're meant to fear this because Uh what will happen if we don't? And so this work is so much more than just spreadsheets or just taxes. Like this is about changing things. and so I changing things and changing things for the next generation
1: and the the people that are watching you and how you're handling your money, right? Like all the money lessons that we learned growing up, we learned by watching the people that were modeling it for us, right? And so who are we modeling this for and how are we modeling having a healthy relationship with money and doing those things and you know, like that's where structural change comes from. Yeah. Yes.
0: Change at all. Burn it down. Burn it down. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for this conversation and thank you for you. Thank you. And thank you for you, beautiful listener. (laughs) Sincerely, thank you so much for tuning in and listening for this episode. I digitally live over at ErinLindstrom.com and I spend a lot of time on Instagram where I am at Erin Lindstrom. So feel free to come on over to my page. Send me a DM. I would love to hear what struck you from this conversation. I hope it was helpful. Let me know your takeaways. I always appreciate your shares so we can help get the word out about the show. There is a link in my Instagram bio where there's access to a ton of cool, some of it free stuff, including my sales and money mindset course, which was $497, and I am currently offering for free. So feel free to go get that. We can do some of the inner work together. Hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.